0: and welcome you are listening to the third episode of podcastles now with me georgia and my sister nikita hi everyone and over the last few episodes we've been looking at warwickshire because that is our county of the month this week though is going to be a little bit different from the last couple of weeks where we've done warwick castle and kenilworth castle nick do you want to explain how it's going to work
1: yeah so while we did one castle per uh, episode last time. This time we are mopping up the rest of the smaller castles that are in Warwickshire and, in general, the uh, wider West Midlands area. These castles are actually pretty interesting in terms of everything else we've been discussing in the last couple of weeks. So, what we're going to do, Georgia, is we're going to be looking at Astley Castle, mm-hmm. Battersley Clinton, Maxstoke, and Dudley Castle. And these
0: are the main castles of the little ones, So, right?
1: uh, there's a lot of hills left of castles, but there's not... The castle. The castle themselves. And so for the sake of research that we could do, these seem to be the best. They're also pretty interesting in terms of the stuff that they had with the ghosts and mm. skeletons. Just because they're small doesn't mean they're 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 tiny in, in ghosts. So I feel like they'll be pretty good and they relate quite well to Warwick and, and Kenilworth. Interesting. As see. Okay. So we're gonna do it castle by castle. We're gonna go through the history as we did for Kenilworth and Warwick, cool. um, for each castle, and then we're going to go into the, the skeletons and the, the gnarly stuff.
0: Nice. So where are we starting? So
1: we're going to start with Dudley Castle. Aiky you. It's probably the biggest of the four that we um, are discussing today. So I'm going to start with its beginning, and it was a um, it was a and Bailey castle to start with, which if anyone doesn't know, that's when the castle is built on a, on a hill, and it's at the top, and then at the bottom you've got like a circle of like fencing around it. Um, in 1070, it was built as a Motton Bailey by Ansgulf de Pikini. I don't know how to pronounce that. P- <laughs> I, I, think it's pi- I think it's Pikini. Cool, go, I don't for, know. It. Anyway, go for it. Anyway, he's dead. Um, uh, so this is basically just after the 1066 invasion. So he comes over with the Normans. He's um, I think he's probably pretty important in the Normans, actually, because looking at... Um, What I can find about him, which isn't a lot of information, but um, he seems to have got a lot of land off Mm. of William the Conqueror because 1066 is obviously when William the Conqueror comes over and defeats Harold, poor man. That's when the the Norman ownership of England kind of starts. So originally the castle's built on wood, as per Mott and Bailey style. But uh, later it was rebuilt in stone, but we'll we'll get to that. Mm. Um, So as an interesting fact, in the Doomsday Book in 1087, it's Ansgolf's son who is named as the owner of it. So, you know, it's staying in the family at least a little while. But there's not a lot more I can find on the castle from that period. So we're going to skip ahead to the 12th century which is when the Paginal family take over. I'm going to say Paginal. I don't actually know if that's correct pronunciation. So it's quite interesting because they actually, further down the line, and we'll get to this point, but they become the Dudleys. Ooh. Of of Dudley Castle.
0: This is all very connected to the last. It is few very episodes. connected. This is
1: why I sort of start try and start strong. Okay, start strong and peter out. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, hopefully not. No, hopefully not. Uh, they take over. It was you know pretty important. This is when it becomes made of stone. We think this is like during the Paginal ownership, they change it from wood to stone. So in the 12th century, we should get to the the key events of the of this century because there are a couple of things that happen. So firstly. Ralph Paginal, he um, decides to side with Matilda during the anarchy. Now, the anarchy, uh, I don't know if we've explained this before. We haven't talked about
0: the anarchy, So really. I'll,
1: I'll do the anarchy in brief because I love the anarchy. So it's basically Henry I has uh, two children and his son dies in the white ship disaster in some year before we were all born, and um, <laughs> that is true of most. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> he's left; he's only left with one legitimate child, and that is Matilda. and She's a woman, and she is married to the Holy Roman Emperor, the Empress Matilda, is how people would know her. And so, she starts getting like built up as the next heir for, for Henry. Her husband's dies, so she's on her own. She gets married to Geoffrey of Anjou, and then Henry the First dies, and Matilda's cousin Stephen decides that he wants the throne instead.
0: Because typically, yeah. as always, people Man's think that women can't do it.
1: Yeah, this is a bit of a glib way of describing what's going on, but this is it's essentially fine, fine. he sees that he's died and he, he runs across to London, across the Channel, and by the time Matilda finds out, because she's in um, Anjou, uh, it's already happened. So the anarchy is when Matilda and her half-brother, who's illegitimate, go across and they start waging some kind of kind of guerrilla war on Stephen because they're like this is ours. And as part of this you get people coming down on either Stephen's side or Matilda's. And so Ralph comes down on the side of Matilda and so Stephen sieges him. Stephen is a is a man who's fond of a siege. He's also not particularly good at them because he tends to let people go. Oh. So which is um yeah. Not, not great but whatever so Dudley Castle gets, because it gets besieged because of the anarchy in 1138 during the anarchy fast forward a little bit on from there and Henry the Second, who is Matilda's son spoiler alert she won well she kind of wins but only because she cedes the whole fight to her son and she goes and rules Normandy for him Is it Normandy? Tragic
0: that that's how things had to work, but kind of smart. So she, she, but she knows that she's not
1: going to be allowed. I mean, fun facts about Matilda, which I read recently, is that um, uh, Henry, I didn't realise this earlier, but Henry refers to himself as Henry Fitz Empress instead of, because you'd normally refer to people as like the name of your father or like certain things. So people would be Fitz. Um, Fitz whatever would be the, like the son of the king often if they were legitimate and um, he calls himself a Henry Fitz Empress instead That's of anything so else because nice. he's he's well he's also ramming home his legitimacy after mm. all of that, because he's like, my mum was an empress. What are you going to do about it? So, but I just think that's pretty cool that she had that much power and she she helped him with a lot of things. So what does Henry Second get up to? So Henry II destroys the castle. Oh. Yeah. Gervais. Not where I saw that going. No. Um, I know. Um, Gervais Paginal um, re- rebels against him. And so he slights the castle. I, th- I think it's kind of slights the castle, but it's yeah, he destroys it. We don't really know how much of the original castle was destroyed in that. But but then he, he gets it back. Pays a fine, gets it back. And then his who? nephew takes it. Gervais pays a fine, gets it back. Um, and then when he dies, there's no one to inherit it. So it goes to Ralph de Summary. And then we don't know. I don't really have anything on Ralph. I don't think he's his nephew, anything. right? Yes, that's Gervase's nephew. So then uh, Roger de Summary is the one who starts to rebuild, which is finished in the 1300s. But so that's all I could really find on on those things because it's, uh, it's pretty patchy the history. It then it then goes down to the De Sutton family, um, and it's around that time the, it's passed to the De Suttons. I should say through marriage because this is when it starts to become the Dudleys. Okay. Uh, that's when they start to change their name to Dudleys. Um, so it is still in the same family line, but obviously it's a not have that, it. Yeah, so it's going down to the to the Sutton family. The De Sutton's, sorry. And uh, John and Margaret. They had it for a few years and then it got taken by Edward the Second, who I think mm. we've discussed before. We have indeed yeah. at Kenilworth. He he takes it off him to okay. give to his friend, Hugh Dispenser. Nice.
0: That happens a yeah. lot.
1: And we can go into Hugh Dispenser later. The Dispenser's a pretty interesting family, but not right now. He doesn't he doesn't have it for very long because obviously it doesn't end well for Edward the Second. No. No, they, they get the castle back. Okay. So John John, and Margaret de Sutton. Um, so they get it back. So it's brief, but I'm, I can imagine pretty irritating for them. So that's 1327 we've got, and I'm now going to jump forward a little bit. Just a,
0: a little oh, bit. Just, just 200 years.
1: Okay. Um, because I don't have anything for those 200 years, so that's I fine. presume absolutely nothing happened during that period. They all paused. So just pause on, on pause, and then they just hit play in 1537. When uh, John Dudley... Uh, well, that's when he renovated the castle, actually. Um, so presumably slightly before that is when he nicked it from his cousin. Ooh. Yeah. It's not... That's a bit ghosts and skeletons. Well, it's a lot of ghosts and skeletons coming up. So okay. we're going to fast forward through this bit and I'll get into it in a okay. little bit. So John Dudley added added to the castle. So he actually called it the Sharrington Range after William Sharrington, who designed the range that he, he added on um, with the renovations. As, as context for John Dudley just now, before we fast forward through his dad was really was a bit of a bigwig under Henry VII and the Dudley family as I'm sure you've heard throughout the previous two episodes they're they're pretty big during the Tudor period in general so uh, there's a lot of things that happen there and there's some particularly juicy scandal that's going to come up with a certain Lady Jane Grey which is going to come up more and more throughout all of these because this is a pretty key story for all of these castles almost okay. these castles. so we're going to fast forward John Dudley had some sons and one of those was Robert Dudley the Earl of Leicester who obviously is a bit of a a bit of a fan with of, of Elizabeth I mm-hmm. so Elizabeth about mm-hmm. him and yeah Kenilworth so Castle. Elizabeth I visited Dudley Castle in uh, 1575 because you know she's doing all her her tours around the country mm-hmm. and then after that we don't really have anything and so I say we don't really have anything to the civil war but that's not as big a jump no, as previously, That's fine. so um, it was a royalist garrison. So it's it's leading along with with Kenilworth in that in that sense. And so it was uh, commanded by a Catholic, and then it was under siege in 1644 and 46. And in 46 is when it became parliamentarian. So uh, and they they destroyed some of the some of the castle as Kenilworth was also destroyed later on. And I feel like perhaps this is something we're going to see quite a lot traditional looking castles as opposed to palaces there are less significant monumental events that have a wider implication across the rest of uh, sort of English history there are a few castles that are exceptions to this but later on. In July uh, 1750, the Shangton Rage was destroyed in a fire and between the end of the 1800s and the mid-1900s there were some events that were happening at the castle to bring in crowds and, and uh, visitors to sort of see things and... So it became sort of like... Much a more meat- of a tourist attraction. Yeah, yeah it's, I think it's quite interesting you can kind of see the evolution of it becoming much more of a tourist attraction rather than just a family home. Between sort of end of uh, 1800s and the mid-1900s, you've got these uh, these events that are taking place. And then in um, 1937, uh, the Earl of Dudley begins the Dudley Zoological Society. Um, and this then becomes, uh, this is what I think then becomes the Dudley Zoo. I could be incorrect about that if you are a Dudley and you know this, please. Let messaging. me know. Um. Um, so, uh, but then he has he brings in animals from around the world for people to see. And so today there's obviously the zoo, and then they also have uh, reenactments going on around the castle. So it's quite interactive in a similar way to um, uh, maybe Warwick is a little bit. So it's there's lots of stuff to sort of take part in. There are some ghost walks. So that's really the end of Dudley Castle. Well, not the end of Dudley Castle. Dudley Castle's still there, but. You know what I mean? That's the end of the history of Dudley Castle.
0: Okay. Shall we move straight on to the next one, though? Yeah,
1: let's move on to the the next castle. So the next castle is Astley Castle. Mm -hmm. So this is a really interesting castle, too. It's more of a manor house that's got some fortifications than a a castle. So just to preface that, I don't really know where it began, but in the early 12th century... It was held by someone whose name translates to Astley, which is why it's called Astley Castle. Um, And he got it from the Earl of Warwick. So so there's some little spider's webs of connections there. His grandson was actually killed in the Battle of Evesham he fought for Simon de Montfort so the battle of Evesham was in 1265 mm-hmm. and that's obviously during those wars that we discussed previously the baron's, wars. the barons wars that we discussed so you know it's a bit of a patchy patchy history it's pretty straightforward it changes hands but then goes back. It gets its crenellations and its moats in the later part of the 13th century. So the crenellations is the um, the jig-jaggy bit at the top of the castle. So the real real interesting bits of the history here, because it's pretty much in the Astley family for a while and they do some stuff to the local church, but in the 1400s, it passes into the gray family. Okay. The gray yeah, the gray family exactly. So, there's a several there's several really interesting things here. And when I was doing some research that it's built in a couple of places as the castle that was in the hands of three queens of England, which I thought was a really nice way of phrasing it actually. Mm. But so the first one is going to be first Yorkist queen. So, Elizabeth Woodville who marries Edward IV. Yep. And there's a really lovely story to that, and there's some scandal in that. But she was originally married to a Grey, and he fought for the Lancastrians, and she had some sons with him. So we think she lived there as Sir John Grey's wife, but we're not, we're not entirely sure. But it, it works as a as a queen owning the castle. It's tenuous. She's pre queen, and her daughter ends up being the queen of England with Henry the mm-hmm. Seventh. So. Edward dies, his, son's, his son gets in, but Richard III sticks him in the tower. Richard III rules until Henry Tudor comes over from France and goes, I, it's actually my right to have this throne, defeats Richard III and then marries Elizabeth of York. Mm-hmm. So Elizabeth of York being the second queen. So we've got Elizabeth Woodville and we've got Elizabeth of York. So that's queens one and two. So we're going to go for the third queen which is Lady Jane Grey. Lady? Yeah. Not Queen? No. Why? Mm, Not good. Didn't go well for her, did it? Nope. So her father is the Duke of Suffolk and he is a grey, Henry Grey, if we're going to name and shame. Um, He tries to put his daughter on the throne. There's a lot of this in with John Dudley of Dudley Castle. But we'll get into this in the Ghost and Skeleton section. The Grey family did make the house quite great, but then obviously it's not gone well for them. So we're going to move on to the, the Civil War. We've got lots to say about the Civil War. Ooh. So much, so much information to tell you about Asti and Civil War. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. It was a garrison for the parliamentarians. Is that all you've got? Literally all I've got. Okay, I, moving on. Moving on. So, I mean, really... There's there's not much more. It was used in World War II. Ooh, there was a fire... That's the latest so, thing we've heard. So there was a fire that destroyed it in 78. 1978. Yeah, 1978. So there's not much more to say about it after the fire, but it is actually now uh, redesigned. You can now go and stay in it, and it is actually beautiful, and it's by the Landmark Trust. And I'll, I'll get into more about how you can do these things at the end, but I just wanted to say it now because I actually think that's pretty significant. It's beautiful and... Shout out to the the Landmark Trust because they really do go to town on the amount of history that they provide and and their stories about it. It's Grade Two listed. I mean, this whole section might as well be brought to you by the Landmark Trust because, <laughs> I really really useful resource.
0: Okay, and what's the next castle? So the
1: next castle is I really like this one as well, actually. Maybe I just like more. I uh, think
0: you just like castles, Nick, which explains why we're doing this podcast.
1: That's true. <laughs> so the next castle is Battersley Clinton, which isn't a castle, but I do love this for a different reason because I it crosses my love of castles with my love of religious history, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. So I really don't have a lot on this, but it's the home of the same family the Ferris, for 500 years so it was built for the first time in the 1400s but it was kind of around for a lot there's something on that site for a lot longer it was you know it's, it's changed hands a couple of times but it's then passed down to the Ferrers, who have had it um for 500 years um and it's the Ferrers who have really done a lot of it today and what's there really i mean i don't know how much of this i should really put in the ghost and skeleton section because it's great but basically it was a really important house for catholics during the recusancy periods edward the edward the sixth was very protestant mary first was very catholic elizabeth was protestant this whole period there's a lot of recusancy there's a lot of catholics in hiding baddersley clinton plays quite a big role mm, okay. in, in that in 1590 the pharaohs rented it to two uh, two Catholic sisters. The Vaux sisters. Was it actually the Vaux sisters? Just looked it up. That's amazing. So you should probably tell everybody a little bit about the Vaux sisters. Ghosts and skeletons, maybe? Well, give us an overview now and then...
0: Okay, so the reason Nick's so excited about this is because um, I wrote an essay this year on uh, the Vaux sisters. and It was really good. Thanks. You're <laughs> basically, the Vo sisters were a really interesting case study, very unique really, of religious and gender history under the Tudors. Basically, Anne Vo in particular, but also her sister Eleanor. Eleanor is a widow and never marries. And they actually have a lot more control than a lot of women in this period. And are able to use their estates and their money that, as I say, women don't normally have a control over in this period to help the Jesuit mission under Elizabeth. So, obviously, Elizabeth is Protestant, trying to make it all very Protestant, and Catholicism is not okay. The laws against Catholics and Jesuits, therefore, who are missionaries coming to England to encourage Catholicism, the laws against them get harsher and harsher throughout Elizabeth's reign as she gets more scared of them basically Yeah. and the Vaux sisters are very connected to Garnet who is the head Jesuit of the period
1: in England we should say in England
0: sorry yes and they fund him and lots of other Catholic priests in general they hide them they pay for them and Vaux goes pretty much everywhere with Garnet and um, they're amazing I mean I won't go into tons of it but there are some incredible accounts of them hiding people in the houses and like it's an example of using the patriarchy against the patriarchy it's excellent it's really interesting
1: yeah it sounds really good it's pretty interesting and we'll get on to the Jesuit hiding and things like that
0: baddersley clinton was one of the safe houses that the vote sisters used
1: yeah yeah very involved with priest i'm Mm -hmm. guessing okay so we're gonna move on though Oh, okay. To Mackstoke Castle. All right. Which I also really like this one. Um, so there's not there's not really very much to say because it's actually a private castle. It's a moated and fortified house rather than an actual castle, but it's quite a, a good example of that. So it was commissioned by uh, William de Clinton, and this is in the 14th century, and then it it was during the Civil War. It was for the parliamentarians. It supposedly has a chair that Henry VII was crowned on at Bosworth Ooh. in there, but I, I don't really think it's got anything to do with the castle. But it's a really private castle, but it's really interesting. You can actually go and visit it once a year, um, and I'll get to that later. So there's really not a lot on it, but shout out to Max Stoke Castle because it looks great. And cool. You can go. So they're the four castles then? Yes, they
0: are. Does that mean, after, very interesting chronology, but does that mean it's time for Scandal? It
1: does. It means it's time for the ghosts and skeletons to come out of the closet. I'm very excited. It's great. So, here we go. For this, I'm actually going to start by combining a couple of castles, because to, to really appreciate the sort of skeletons that really come out here, you need to put them together, and these are Dudley Castle. Okay. And astley castle
0: let me take a guess this is the dudleys and
1: the greys yes it is interesting Mm. so it's pretty good probably to cement where the religious history is at this point in the episode to really understand the scandal because edward vi is very protestant and so are all of his regency council so is john dudley but Mary is the next in line to the throne. Henry's three children, he writes Mary and Elizabeth to be second and third because the, he wants, obviously, his son to be king first. But a lot of the people are in power who don't want Mary because she is Catholic.
0: Very Catholic.
1: So Catholic. Married to the king of Spain, to Catholic. To be fair,
0: to be Protestant would be to accept the break with Rome, which makes her... Illegitimate, Illegitimate,
1: yeah. So she has to be Catholic even if she wasn't... So they come up with a different option for the ruler. And this option is, is Lady Jane Grey. Her father, Henry Grey, who's the Duke of Sussex, decides that she should be on the throne. John Dudley decides that she should be on the throne too. John Dudley became more and more powerful throughout the Tudor period... Um, obviously his father was big under Henry the Seventh. John Dudley's big under Henry the Eighth. So he actually ends up becoming the Duke of Northumberland. Big name. Which is a really big name. Big job as well. It's a really big job. So when Henry the Eighth dies in 1547, it is John Dudley who's on the Regency Council as an advisor for Edward the sixth who was nine, and the second nine half when he came of, to the throne. The
0: second half of Edward's very sadly short reign. He's
1: he's he the Lord Protec- Regent. Yeah, he? he's the Lord Protector. He's the Regent. Um, I'm not sure why you'd really want that job after you watched the heads roll on the other people. But you're Each to their own. So in 1552, he becomes Lord Protector after Somerset's head goes. In 53. Edward dies of, I think, tuberculosis. I believe so. Yeah, and Edward actually signs off on this. He's really up for it, supposedly. Edward signs off on this. He's happy with Jane Grey being being the monarch at this point. The ghosts and skeletons possibly also come from the fact that John Dudley marries his son off to Jane Grey, so he's got a pretty big, pretty big stake. In Jane Grey in becoming queen, gray. because obviously that means his son is going to be king. It's getting slightly too big for his boots there. So when Edward does die, Jane becomes kind of queen in very inverted commas. Um, She's
0: not really counted. Is no, she? it doesn't
1: go down well with Mary. Mary. Is
0: considered the first queen.
1: Yeah, really. yeah, and there's a and there's a lot of rallying around her, and she does a really good job. She does not take that sitting down. She really mobilizes. She does a really good job of rallying everybody uh, to her cause. So,
0: well, her mother was very popular.
1: Yeah, Catherine of Aragon was an incredibly popular queen. So, Mary and her supporters uh, overthrow Dudley. They are arrested. And later executed before they get beheaded. Her father tries to rebel again. Not learn his lesson then. No, in January of fifteen fifty four. But he's actually captured at Astley. So okay. that's where the scandal is for him there. So apparently he's in an oak tree, but like literally, a lot of
0: people are always in an oak tree. Yeah, when but literally
1: found. inside the oak oh, tree. Wow. So at
0: Astley Castle.
1: Yeah. Apparently there's a hollow oak. Or, or there was. I don't know if it's still there. But uh, apparently he was found in that. So that's really the, the So that's meat. the Lady
0: Jane Grey scandal, which brings in also the Dudleys. That
1: brings in the Dudleys and the downfall of, of John Dudley. John Dudley is summarily executed. I'm not really sure whether the scandal is that he tried to mess with the line of succession or really I feel the scandal is the fact that he married his son to the, the woman who was going to become queen. She's named as the nine-day queen, if that's any indication of how unsuccessful that was.
0: Yeah, there are a few other Dudley Castle scandals, as right? Well, There's a
1: couple of others for Dudley Castle. They are considered for the imprisonment castle of Mary, Queen of Scots when she comes to England, when she's mm-hmm. run away from the situation in Scotland. Yeah, she
0: runs away from the situation in Scotland, goes to Elizabeth, hoping Elizabeth will help her, and Elizabeth is like, I don't want to...
1: It's a bit of a difficult position. Don't want to execute
0: was, you. Spoiler, she does end up executing her, but... She doesn't... Well. She does, but it's no, tenuous. She, okay, fine. But <laughs> we won't get an argument about that right now. No. But, so she runs away. Um, Elizabeth isn't sure what to do with her. So she doesn't welcome her like Mary was hoping, but she also doesn't kick her out. And she just sort of hosts her, but she is 100% imprisoned in that yeah.
1: castle. Well, it, it does get worse as, as Mary supposedly starts doing, trying to plot against Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it gets a bit tough. Anyway, so... That's the other bit of gossip for Dudley Castle. Castle. If we're going to do the other gossip for Astley Castle, I would probably put it at the fact that Elizabeth Woodville, who is supposedly of Astley Castle at some point because she's married to the greys, the way she marries... Edward the 4th is pretty worthy of of some gossip.
0: I think we've discussed it a little bit in Warwick. We definitely discussed Edward the 4th yeah. and the Wars of the Roses and the
1: fact that he so he marries Elizabeth but he shouldn't because she's a widow, she's the enemy.
0: Yeah, she's, she not yeah, only is a, a widow, but she was
1: married she's a to Lancastrian. a Lancastrian widow, whose husband died during a battle with the Yorkists. So she's
0: also not a high enough noble. She's
1: not really high up, and she's not a foreign princess. So it's kind of so there's not really a bit any benefits useless. politically. Yeah, and it just causes a lot of problems and causes uh, a bit of a rift between Warwick, the Kingmaker, and and Edward. Whether that rift would have come out in another way, who knows? Interesting. Yeah. So, but then we're going to go to. I mean, there's not. There's not really. Really, any scandal from Max Stoke? Um, but or maybe
0: it's just really well hidden. Maybe, <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe, they just really maybe dusty. They haven't
0: got those skeletons out of the closet yet.
1: They've not, they've not done a proper clear out of the mm-hmm. skeletons. But Baddersley Clinton is the next one with some gossip.
0: We've already kind of talked about the skeletons in their closet, right? So, um so
1: well, when you say skeletons in their closet, it's more Jesuits in their priest holes. Mm. That sounds a bit weird. They have some um, Catholic skeletons. So they, I mean, I think it's pretty cool because so Ballersley Clinton has some of the best priest holes in the country. A priest hole would be literally what it says. So when people came to see whether the family was practising Catholicism, the priests would get in the hidey hole and hide there until it was safe to come out again. And they've got several there. I'm sure we'll probably discuss Catholicism and castles in later episodes. Absolutely. But it's particularly interesting because, like you say, it's so anti-Catholic and it's particularly so anti jesuits So Baddersley just became a bit of a hidey place for Jesuit priests. It's got three priest holes. Secondarily to this, Mm -hmm. it's also, it it comes up actually in um, 1603, with links to the gunpowder plot. Oh. It's one of the houses involved in that time. It's actually mentioned in that... Did you see that Kit Harington drama? I did. I really like that. So it's mentioned there. They don't actually film there, but they mention it because it's this... Which just, I think, shows how much of a big Jesuit Catholic hideout centre it is at that point because the the people who were really involved and, and orchestrated the plot worked in that that area. So that's the other scandal... There, the guy who made the priest holes was also caught and tortured
0: Interesting. in the Tower of London
1: in sixteen oh six. The Jesuit priest who or the Jesuit brother who was supposedly pretty responsible for a lot of the Jesuit holes at the time. So it was Nicholas Owen. Um yeah, and I heard of that name. Yeah. So he was he actually died in the Tower of London in sixteen oh six. So Because
0: of the gunpowder plot or because of the priest holes?
1: Not really sure. I don't think so. I think he was just caught. Right. It was during that time when they were just catching chance events. So, but it was—I thought that was a pretty interesting fact. Very interesting. Not sure that's really a skeleton, but I forgot to mention it earlier.
0: No, that's good. Sounds good. So, is that all the skeletons and ghosts?
1: They're all the the big ones that I I was able to find.
0: So that kind of brings us to our little bit where we like to talk about importance and influence. Mm. I mean, the difficult thing is. I, don't, I think it's quite obvious these castles are not as big and important as Kenilworth and Warwick. Do we need to spend a lot of time debating that?
1: It's certainly not sustained in their importance the whole way through. The Dudley...
0: Dudley Castle... The Jane was,
1: Grey issue.
0: The Jane Grey issue, yeah, and also the fact that the Dudleys were there in the same sense as the um, kingmaker, Earl of Warwick, was at Warwick Castle and owned Warwick Castle. The Northumberlands owning... The Dudley Castle for a while, that's a big deal. Northumberland is a big post. Um so again, that is a very big player, but the Greys are not apart from the Greys are small. Apart from the Lady Jane Grey, they are not the same level of nobility as the Dudleys become.
1: Well he's Duke of Suffolk, but
0: I suppose so, yeah. I would put Northumberland above. I don't know. Oh yeah,
1: Northumberland's at the top.
0: Scotland and England, not the best relationship at the time, so no, they have to stop all the wars. So I would say out of those four, for me, Dudley Castle's got to be the most important, but none of them really come close to Kenilworth or Warwick Castle.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. If you disagree, there's some really interesting stuff, and they're also very worth visiting.
0: Yes. Now, let's talk about that. How can we visit these sites? Because it's a bit more complicated, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. And as of recording, Max State Castle, you can't really... It's not open to the public. Uh, but it does normally open one day a year, which is generally in uh, the middle of June. Obviously, that didn't happen this year. And you can look it up on the website. It supports local charities, so you can go along and and be a part of that support. You get to go into the gardens and some of the house, if not all of the house. And there's sort of tea and there's stalls. So that sounds like a really fun thing to do. I'd quite like to go next Absolutely. year if that's open. Absolutely. I wish so, I'd known
0: that and I could have gone.
1: Yeah, we'll have to make a special trip up. So Battersley Clinton is National Trust. So okay. you can look it up on the National Trust website to get the most current and up-to-date information. They've currently got the gardens and Parkland open. I think the shop might be open and the and the kiosk. But you do need to book in advance and you can't actually go into the house itself at the moment. Okay. So in non-pandemic times, they're open all year round. So you just can't go on Christmas Day and Boxing Day because... <laughs> it's it shut. So, but you can go any other time of the year. So, at the moment, they release their tickets on a Friday. So, if you want to be going to the gardens, you can go online on a Friday, and you should be able to get those tickets um, if they're if they're not sold out. So, Astley Castle, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually stay there. I <gasps> really love. I think I might have mentioned this a little earlier on, but it's a ama- mate. It's so beautiful. You should. It's now in the Landmark Trust. They launched a competition to redesign the castle, and the 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 design that won is. I think it's beautiful. I really want to go and stay there. It's not a hotel. It's like a house you can go and stay and you can get food deliveries. And I think it sleeps eight. So you can book that online. It won the Sterling Prize in 2013. And in my notes here, it says, oh, I just love it. Mm -hmm. So that's my view of that. So Dudley Castle, as of the moment, they're open. They're taking pre-bookings. So you need to book online if you want to go. They It has to be online. They won't be doing it by phone. So I highly recommend checking out their website and seeing what things are on and when they're not doing talks at the moment in the zoo because, I mean, COVID. So but you can still go to the zoo? Yeah, it looks like it. Great. It looks like you can go into the zoo. Obviously, it's going to be a, a little bit more socially distanced.
0: That kind of wraps us up for this yeah, episode, does. I believe. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to get in touch for any reason or if you want to disagree or agree with us about the importance and things like that, we would love
1: to hear your thoughts, your opinions, whatever you like. Also if you've got any other information about it, mm, yeah, because these missed, ones were anything, hard yeah, to find, Yeah.
0: You can Visit us on social media by just searching podcasts on basically any of them. Or
1: you can find us ourselves George Zoner, Nikita Bethany.
0: You can also go to our blog,
1: which is at www.podcastles.co.uk.
0: You can also email us at podcastlespodcast at gmail.com.
1: I think that's we're about as reachable as we can possibly be now.
0: There is no excuse, really, because look at all the different ways you can contact us. Um, we will be back next time for an episode again slightly different we've now kind of covered all the castles we want to talk about for Warwickshire so next time we will be looking at an overarching theme which is how we want to end every county that we're looking at Mm-hmm. We're going to be looking at castles in relation to the power of the nobility.
1: Yes, Which we is are. quite a
0: big, important one. I thought out of all the themes we could talk about, A, very linked to these castles. It's come up a lot over Kenilworth and yeah, Warwick and Dudley Castle. And also, I think it's just quite a staple. We need to talk about this before we move on I to I think it's pretty, pretty
1: important to talk about so we can reference back.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much li- for
1: listening, and we will see you next time. Yeah, see you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.